Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Gear QA number 48. Uh, this is, is this the first one of the year? No, this is the second one of 2018. Uh, we're off to a good start. I want to start real quick before we start the uh, the show uh, and thank all the friends that make this happen. Uh, the uh, First off, we have Bradulist, Jeff Howes, Zachary Rowe, Michael Newman, Bruce Garris, Hannah Gunson, um, John Jex, Michael Shy, Justin Maybe, David Madison, and Lawrence Petros uh, from LPD Pedals. And they were the original crew that started this, that got the 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 the, uh, the channel going, so to speak, with the stuff. And then now we have a new crew uh, on top of that, and it's Bob Pickwood, uh, Tim, just Tim, nothing more to say to that, uh, John Levitt, uh, Space Jazz, uh, Alvaro and Luis, uh, Luis from Pedal Pal Effects, Ricky Robinson, Gary Marshall, Chuck Keen, Chris Glaze, Dylan87, Jonathan Pickering, uh, Pickering, sorry, Jonathan, Jonathan Pickering, Joe Watson, Brent O'Dell, and Russ uh, Peters, uh, Patterson from uh, Taurus Pedals. So that's really cool. Uh, he's new, something we, we did with, and I'll talk about that in a minute, and then we'll get started uh, with going back to the broadcast. Hey, how's it going? Can everybody see me fine? Looks like everyone's here. Yep. What's up, Jordan? Jordan saying, hey, you guys can see me fine. Cool. A um, couple things I want to point out just real quick. One of the reasons why we have these friends kind of sponsoring the live shows, and maybe some of you know and don't know, but if not, I'll re uh, reiterate real quick. All of these uh, live QAs are on uh, the next day. It's 24 hours later. They are on SoundCloud and uh, iTunes as a podcast. So you can download them for free or listen to them streaming for free. Uh, so if you ever want to just uh, on your way to work, just listen to this, you can. And that is because um, of those those friends that we talked about that sponsor this. That's what I do with some of those resources. Um, all the resources go to the cost of the show, uh, but that's some of the resources I put towards paying to have that put on there, even though there's no... Um, there's no revenues drawn from doing the podcast. Okay, so let's get into some questions. The first question, believe it or not, is an important one. And it's uh, it comes from Dave Bell. And Dave Bell sent me one through Super Chat uh, about two weeks ago. And for some reason, I didn't see it. So I want to address it. And he asked me what I thought of Prestige Guitars. And what's interesting about that, and that's why I thought it'd be fun to talk about, is that when I he said Prestige Guitars, I was thinking um, probably what you're thinking. Um are we still in screen share mode? Let's go back. There we go. Here we go. Let's screen share this. Prestige Guitars. I thought it was like Ibanez Prestige, but I guess it's a line of guitars in Canada called Prestige Guitars. Um, it, it looks like they're built in Canada. I was going through their about page. It, sometimes it's not very clear. So if anyone knows for sure, please put that in the comments. But I wanted to show them to you. Check this out. Um, he asked what I thought of them, and I can tell you what I think. They look like clones. I mean, that's what it is. It's a Gretsch clone. Uh, looks like a little LTD going on. Like that looks like an LTD guitar. That looks like, you know, a Gibson or a Schecter guitar. This looks like LTD, um, LTD right here. Then there are some that have a, like, this looks like Gretsch to me with the TV Jones kind of filtertrons. Definitely a, a Gibson slash LTD. Very LTD meets Gretsch. Uh, uh, Gibson right here again. So they look cool. Um, Price-wise, I picked one. The one I thought was cool was this uh, Les Paul-looking one here that has the Florentine cut like an LTD. And here's the, to answer your question, Dave, um, as soon as I let, lets me into this, maybe it won't. It's thinking. 
anyways oh here it is uh it's 1350 it says 11 to 13 so 1300 us if it's made in canada uh that puts it in line with what godin is charging for guitars and stuff i don't know uh i you know it looks like a les paul copy so my to be honest with you my instinct is i almost would want to try a, a, a Godin over it because I know what it is, but I'm really interested in the brand. Um, I didn't look to see if they're going to be at NAM, so that's a brand that I will, if they are at NAM, I will for sure check out because it looks pretty cool. So there's the answer to that question. Sorry, I missed it, buddy. Uh, all right, so what else do we got? Uh, William wants to know Have you any guitars you will never sell or get rid of? Um, well, technically, sadly. And, uh, I would almost say no. I'd probably get rid of anything if I got sick of it or if I had to move uh, fancy me. But the truth is, I haven't really got rid of anything in over a year uh, since the channel really picked up because I get weirded out by it. <laughs> Sometimes when I put stuff for sale, uh, it's happened to me a couple of times. I put some for sale and then the person goes, hey, oh, I know you from that channel. And then the sale goes kind of weird after that. So I kind of don't like selling my stuff. Uh Mel wants to let us know. He did a super chat. He says, hey, got a PRSSE. Zach Myers coming for my birthday. Happy birthday. Did I make a mistake? No, you know what? The Zach Myers is, is what led me into loving the S2 semi-hollows. I don't know if you can see it. What can you see in this screenshot? I can't move the camera. So it's too much. I own two S2 semi-hollow single cuts, and it's because of the Zach Myers. And if your question is, well, why don't I just own the Zach Myers? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's I, actually, I knew it's colors. The Zach Myers didn't come in enough colors for me. Mine is uh, like a cool blue. And then I have this uh, trans black one that I like. So, um, no, I like the Zach Myers. It's really cool. I like that. It's a little chunkier neck. It kind of really works with that guitar for that tone. And I like that it's satin. Uh, in fact, I think it's one of the best SEs. One of my favorite things about that was, and I'm a Shinedown fan, so you know, and one of my favorite things was somebody, which was not Paul Reed Smith himself, but somebody at PRS said, you know, the best thing about that guitar is no one even cares that it's the dude from Shinedown. They just buy it because it's like a really good guitar. So he goes, he, that guy gets making a killing on royalties, even though it's not really his name pushing the majority of the sales. And, um, and that just is a testimonial to it. Uh, Glass Side did a super chat for $20, but didn't ask a question. So we'll put that towards that Chapman fund. Uh, I got an email from the one of the retailers i was looking at saying i think they're saying the one i want's in stock and i literally mean at lunch today i got that email so i haven't even opened it i just saw the the title line a lot of times when i see the emails i only get to see the title line because i'm just not in a, pos a position to read it um next question let's see what we got uh, a lot of s a lot of prs we're on a prs phase today that's okay um Next question is, uh, you know what? Jim Chase has got a good one here. It says, hey, Phil, I want, uh, want what do you think of the GNL guitars? I'm looking into a Legacy or an ASAT Deluxe. Have you done any GNL reviews? I have not. And here is what, uh, so some good news. So I had been talking about going to GNL factory. I've been talking about that stuff. Here's what happened. So you guys know on Patreon, um, I hit my Patreon goal as of, I want to say a week ago, some of the patrons watching will remember they, they sent me congratulations. I found it out. You guys were sending me congratulations on Patreon. You set a goal. And if you hit that goal now, I haven't technically hit it because it takes 30 days from when you hit it to actually receive the goal. Does it make sense? Um, but anyways, in that goal, what I said was I would visit factories and I'm glad because I kind of already made the decision to do the factories this year without 
that funding. <laughs> I was just going to fund it myself. And, um, and you guys are awesome uh, for two reasons. One, the, the uh, sharp of my axes cost about double what I thought it was going to cost me. That's okay. I love it. You guys love it. We're all good. But I was thinking, oh, it's going to eat into that fund I was going to go to factories with. And then it all worked out. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so the answer question is on the GNLs. I plan to review them this year. I want to go to the factory this year. Um, maybe even this month. Uh, I'm going to reach out to them. Uh, yes, because I am like you. I think a lot of us are curious. I think a lot of us are fendered out, right? I love fenders. I'm never going to not play my fenders. But sometimes you're like, hey, I'd like to try it and see what GNL has to offer. And you can't put your hands on it. So maybe uh, vicariously, you can go through and see through what the video I do. And maybe I can do some really good detailed video and really get in there and get into those guitars. And, uh, we can all learn about them together in a really intense way. Cause that's what we need to do. You need to, there's too many neck profiles, too many choices. Um, and I personally really would like to do a review of just the import versus the American GNL to, to kind of help figure out what is it you're buying when you go from, you know, the $500 range to the $1,500 range. I think a lot of us are curious about that, right? I'm curious about that. Um, next question is, uh, New Noodle Masasuku says, Fender vaporizer amps. Have you ever tried? Have you tried already? I tried a vaporizer amp. They don't make them anymore, right? The vaporizers. That was uh, one of those weird line of amps, if I recall. I thought so. Those amps were cool. They might be collectible now. Not sure. You know, kind of different. Fender for a time was trying to make a product like every month. <laughs> now, I'm not being sarcastic. It was true. They had They were putting out product like all the time. And they started making tons of those weird amps. Uh, Space Jazz says, don't say fendered out. I just ordered my first one. You know, the funny thing about Fender for me, uh, and, 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 you know, people talk about Gibson a lot now. Gibson's been in the, the YouTube news a lot. Fender and Gibson to me are one of those things. Like, I don't care what anybody says. There's my, you know, I have less Pauls and Fenders behind me. I, I could see myself one day pl never playing my Fenders and Gibsons, but I can never not seeing owning one because even no matter what happens, they're, they're in a piece of rock and roll. They're a piece of music history. They're cool, but I'm always going to be a Fender amp guy. Fender amps are my favorite amps. They have been forever. So, all right. Uh, somebody said something. Oh yeah, Michael said factory factory visits anytime soon. I just oh, it jumped back. Yeah, but like I said, we're gonna do Fender. We're gonna do factories, not Fenders, but we're gonna do factory tours very soon. You're gonna see within the month next within with definitely. Definitely within the next month and a half to two months for sure, but maybe even as fast as when I'm in California, I'd like to hit a couple. So that's what I'm working on now is going pre the NAM show, before the NAM show, and after the NAM show, and hitting some factories there since I'm in California. Okay, so oh, Nick says he loves his Fender Side Twin. Man, those were cool amps back in the day. They're cool amps now. They're always just cool everybody always freaked out and thought the knobs were going to break because they were motorized knobs anybody remember the cyber twins those are the fender modeling amps that had the motorized knobs so okay now oh jeremy's got a question it says what are my thoughts on the epiphone sheraton i like the epiphone sheraton i'm a fan of epiphones in general um so, so if that helps, I've always been a fan of them. Um, some of the lower model Epiphones are not so great, you know, just like lower model Ibanez's, but as a whole, Epiphone's always done a good job. So it's, it's been a good brand. 
I dare say it's definitely more consistent quality and better than Gibson. And that's what they get, you know, kind of slapped around about for, but both brands are great. Shut up, Lex. Uh, shut up, Lex. Uh, sorry. Shut up. Let's shut up. Let's talk. That's the name says order of operations for your guitar setup. Oh, okay. So in other words, like uh, you want to know the, the order of how I do it. Well, I do have a sheet. On the knowyourgear.net, there is a PDF page that you can download the inspection sheets. The um, how I do setup sheets, um, I've done a video in the past and there was a link. I don't know if the link still works. Should, if you can find it in my, in my videos where you can get that, uh, but I'm redoing it right now. And so that will be added to that PDF page. That's another reason why we have the website now, the knowyourgear.net is so you, it's for resources. So you can go to my calendar and see what videos are coming or at least what I'm working on. Um, I, I adjust that calendar daily. So if you see it and you know, a video is saying it's coming out in two days, I might go in there the next day and change that around, but either way, it's still a heads up. And the PDF page is going to be everything to download. The, um, sharpen my ax videos have been an amazing thing in, in my, in my life, because when I'm doing the videos, so many questions come up about what I'm doing. And if I make every video, as long as it needs to be, it'd be a four hour video. So what I've decided to do is. Uh, believe it or not, every time I'm doing a video, if I'm leaving something out, just please know that I haven't left it out. Like when I did the uh, Squire the other day, I didn't show you guys the wire up the electronics because I decided it's going to be much easier to do a video about that and then go into that video later and put a link to it. So eventually all the Sharpen Max videos are going to have supplemental videos to them. We had talked about that in the past about doing really long Sharpen My Axe videos. Um, and then doing a short version, a long version. And I came up with a better idea. I said, why don't we just make it a, a video like, um, almost like decorating, right? A decorator comes in the house, says, this is what we're gonna do, tear down the wall. We're gonna do this. We're gonna put the drapes up. Then they pan to it and you kind of see them, you know, kind of just generally doing it. And then bam, there's the after shot. That's what sharpened my ax is. What am I gonna do? How, a brief a summary of how I'm doing it and then done. And then in those videos, I'm actually creating supplemental videos so that every time soon on the Sharpen Max, because the Sharpen Max is going to go for 10 more episodes. Next week is the last of the five winners. Then after the five winners, there'll be 10 more of those videos um, and uh, guaranteed one a month. So for the next 10 months, I kind of want to make it every win on every Wednesday thing for a while. The reason I say 10 episodes is because it's a budget, almost like a TV show. I have to budget this in may not feel like it hurts, but each one's been costing me about 200 to $250 per video with the parts and the shipping and all that stuff. The future ones are going to still cost about that. Um, but the good news is each one creates this idea for supplemental videos. So, uh, so that's coming too. So I promise a lot of that stuff's coming and it's, I think it's going to be better than when I originally had done repair videos, I was waiting for the equipment to get better, which it did. And this really gave me the epiphany. This is really the idea. So, all right. Next question that we have. A lot of questions. Sharpen your acoustic. Okay, so the Sharpen My Axe videos, um, this is the other thing, since we're talking about this, I don't want to take too much time on this, because. but if you guys are curious, I'm going to tell you. Um, in the Sharpen Max video winners, we did the Gretsch, we did a, a Fender Squire, we did a, um, uh, a, a, an Epiphone guitar, we did a Chapman. 
next week is an Epiphone Les Paul. Um, and so that's what that, that's going to be. The idea with the Sharpen Max videos going forward, the next 10, every single guitar will be a different guitar. We'll never do the same guitar twice, ever. And well, ever, if we do, I'm sure, you know, never say never, right? If we do, I promise we'll do something different. The idea is the same logic. I see the guitar, we kind of figure it out. So yeah, we'll do a bass. We're going to do an acoustic. That's the idea, right? To keep it to keep it going. I, I think one of the things, so far the funnest thing for me, because it's a lot of work. Uh, these videos are by far the most labor intensive videos I've ever done. The reason is, I think I've told everybody this, it's four hours minimum of video I'm taking and I'm condensing it down to 20 minutes. If you guys ever done editing, you please understand that is there is no worse thing <laughs> to edit four hours down to 15 to 20 minutes. It's and I can edit it. It doesn't matter if I edit down to an hour. Either way, it's a lot of chopping and, and trying to make the story make sense and try to make it make sense and flow. So. Um, so uh, that being said, uh, it, it's 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 a really in-depth thing. So I want to make sure we have uh, the fun part for me is not knowing what I'm going to do next. So, okay, God, guitars, guns, and goats. You guys have the weirdest names. Do you feel that with the impeding, impending doom of GC closing, recent bond reduction drop to be unable to settle debtors, that there will be a resurgence of mom and pop shops? The answer is no to both. I don't think either is going to happen. I think I've been on the record saying that. Um, mom and pop shops not going to go anywhere. They'll continue to shrink like businesses are shrinking. There's a realignment of retail that through the internet is causing that. That's what's going to happen. Every shop's going to have to find its niche, whether that's that repair, it's lessons, it's doing some online, it's, you know, being a store. But so mom and pops, they'll find, they'll, they'll find a way. Uh, but the GC impending doom thing, I, I'm just not a, a big proponent that it, that's going to happen the way everybody thinks. So. All right. Yeah, it says, yes, it is easier to upload the whole four hours than edit. Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. Okay. All right. Um, Phil, do you think the Ibanez Steve I Jim reissue is worth the money? It's a lot for a bolt-on guitar. Um, are you talking about now? See, see, reissues the the gem. Do you mean the the white the 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 fluorescent ones that are $3,500. I don't think they're worth the money. I want one really bad. I want one. I've been wanting one since the day I saw them. Um, I have two real gems. If that's a thing you can say, uh, that's a, I think the yellow one behind is a 91, something like that. And then I have a 99 floral, something like that. Uh, but, uh, no, $3,500 is too much money, man. It's just too much. Uh, 2,500 bucks. But, and, and that's why think of this. I think they were a failure as a guitar line for the idea for Ibanez because the proof is they came out in January of last year. It's been one year. You can go on reverb right now. There's 20 of them for sale. They only made a few of them. How come there's so many for sales deals? Because everybody feels like me. 3,500 was too much for those. Um, Okay, K. Edward says, "Will you do a video of the new Synergy amp plugins?" Um, I I might. Like I said, I had talked to Henning. Henning just did a long, detailed uh, Synergy amp plugins thing. Um, he had talked to me and asked me if I was I was interested in reviewing them. I I don't know. You know what I mean? I kind of got the impression they were going to send me a couple to review. 
Uh, if they do, I will review them because I'm curious like anybody else. At the NAMM show, I'm sure I'll stop by the booth and check them out. I'm really curious, considering I've played the Randall ones and I've played the Eggneater ones in the past, I'm really curious how these line up with those, given that it's the same technology, you know, just improved, I guess. You know, I mean, that's the claim they improved them. I'm curious if it's a repackage, like did they just take the old stuff that's been around forever and repackage it, or is it really something really improved? Um, so, yeah. Uh, so the answer to the question, and I, plan to I don't plan to buy them because... There's nowhere to try them, so that's why people watch videos. I've watched some videos, and they look good. I'm interested in a combo amp and a couple of them, but I want to try them first. <laughs> okay, Edwards, here's who has the best guitar collection, Henning or Scott Grove? I uh, I don't know, but if I was gonna if I was gonna say which one I would like to have, I'd rather have Henning's. Now Scott Grove's original guitar collection when he started his channel, oh yeah, that thing was out of control. But then over time, it just became you know different but he's got interesting crazy guitars so but i i personally like a bunch of hennings guitars so it's not about just having a bunch of guitars but having some cool guitars you have our guitars you want um counting days says manufacturers license the right to build duncan design pickups using seymour duncan specs are they as good as the actual seymour duncan pickups i believe so some people you know if you go on the forums they fight all day um Duncan designs are, you know, it's, I can tell you what I've done. I've actually swapped them and listened to them. I didn't hear a massive difference. I weighed them. I even weighed a, a, a Duncan design JB and a real JB on a scale. And they weighed about the same just to see like, are they shorting you on wire? What are they doing? Kathy Duncan, who, who is obviously a Seymour Duncan's ex-wife who runs Duncan, you know, Seymour Duncan for the most part. Uh, I asked her years ago about this in detail. And she told me that, you know, it's just their spec overseas. So I, I don't know. I will tell you this. I have I can tell you this for a fact. People can say one's better than the other all day long. That's their right. They have an opinion. It's it's valid, I'm sure, to some degree. What I will tell you is this. I have never yanked out Duncan Designs out of a guitar to put a Duncan in it. If I have a guitar with Duncan Designs, I've just left it alone. Unless I didn't like the actual pickup in it. So um, maybe that helps. The Blues Bunker says, Phil, what editing software do you use? I use um, two. I use, believe it or not, I'll use iMovie sometimes because it came with my Mac and I like it. Otherwise, I use um, Final Cut Pro because, again, it's a Mac. It's uh, editing. Now, for my phone, because I use my phone to make videos, uh, uh, obviously, um, I use an app called PowerDirector. And uh, I'll show you if you guys are curious. This is, uh, it's free if you don't mind their watermark. Um, but it's $2.99 if you buy it. I recommend buying it. It's a full editing app. Um, so obviously my phone does 4K to, and definitely 1080p. I mean, it's not the greatest. It's like 24 frames per second or something like that. But I can, I definitely will use this. I, I will tell you this. My phone for a while, I would use this a lot for videos. Um, I think I've said this before if I haven't before. Until I hit 100,000 subscribers, I made every single video you saw on YouTube with a phone. So, you know, I used all kinds of mic systems and everything to plug into the phone, but I was using the phone. Um, but now I use the phone primarily for all of my Instagram and Facebook videos, quick videos. I do, um, I use the phone editing software. So that's the software I use for my phone that helps. And then I thought I missed a question. If I missed one, I thought I saw somebody super chat and I missed it. If I missed it, hold on. I just want to make sure I, sometimes you don't click them. You, you miss out. Um, Um, somebody says, I wonder what Henning does to fund that amazing guitar collection. He works, uh, very hard. 
So, you know, I, obviously you guys have seen through GitCon through, through, through the, you know, if you guys do something for a living, obviously you work with people who do what you do for a living. Once I started doing YouTube more and more, I started becoming more acquainted with more and more YouTubers. Henning is one of the hardest working YouTubers I know. There, there are a lot of hardworking YouTubers, but dude, Henning is, the guy works. I don't care what your opinion is. If you like him or don't like him, that's irrelevant to his work ethic. His work ethic is not flawed. Um, I am a compulsive worker. I will work 60 hours a week. I can't help it. Um, he I, I, he works harder than I think. I, I do. I think he works harder than me uh, for sure. And um, so, yeah, he's got a good work ethic. Um. Okay. Oh, Mike says he's never made the live show in his first time. All right, Mike. Hey, how's it going? DW Fan Gear said first time too. Good. I'm glad. There's 807 of us hanging out. Uh, it's very exciting. Mu oh, music is win. Hey, what's up, Tyler? Uh, he says, any plans to sharpen more axes? Absolutely. Like I said, 10 more after this. The, the fifth one will be next week and then 10 more after that. So, um, and... And in anticipation, I will tell you right now, if you go to the sharp, if you go to the knowyourgear.net website, there's a sharpen your, my ax page. And then there's some sponsorship uh, mentions. I am reaching out to some companies that make some uh, crazy nice stuff. I mean, just, I started going, Hey, I got these in the, in the can. These, these made these uh, sharp max videos. You guys seem to like them. I went to companies. I said, Hey, you want to help? All you got to do is provide parts. You know what I mean? I'm going to be doing this, uh, you know, I'm doing all the labor for free. I'm going to do the videos, you know, I'll put the stuff in their guitars. I'll be paying some of the guitar parts out of my own pocket, but uh, so, yeah, so I got some great, great companies with some, uh, not just great parts, but parts that I covet. <laughs> in fact, I was, I was laughing. One company sent me, is sending me like 10 or 12 uh, pieces uh, for these 10 episodes. And I was laughing going, dude, if I had the money, I'd put them in every single one of my guitars. And I was like, I'm like, and now I'm going to be giving them away. So, uh, uh, Grant Nader says, what's your thoughts on Breedlove guitars? I like them. I have two of them. I, I like them very much. They, uh, they're one of my favorite, uh, entry level. I don't say entry level, but uh, mid price guitars, five to $600 range guitars. That's not an entry level, but you know what I mean? Uh, I love them for that price range. Uh, Christopher Rogers says, Phil talking to a tech the other day, and he told me that he has seen a wave of guitars come in with headstock marks, ruined decals due to clip on tuners. Uh, I know you're a fan thoughts. Interesting. Clip on tuners are really bad for Gibson's lacquer guitars. So I can't imagine now I will. Okay. So that being said, two things. One, you shouldn't attach anything to lacquer. Lacquer doesn't, doesn't like to be touched. So no hanging headstocks, no, none of that stuff are hanging wall hangers. Um, unless here's the caveat, same with the clip on tuners, unless you, you have a brand you trust. I use string swing for my wall hangers. So I trust strings, string swing, um, for clip on tuners. I use like TC electronics. I use Korg. I use, uh, snark. I don't buy the discount Ben ones for $5, um, because, you know, not because they're not accurate because of that reason. I don't know if they're using the wrong kind of uh, rubber pads. I don't know what they're doing. And when they ruin my guitar, who am I going to call this no name company that doesn't even care? So you got to use a brand name, but I've never seen the issue with anything other than lacquer guitars. What I will tell you though, is I personally don't leave clip on tuners on my guitars longer than when I'm using the guitar. 
And I told you this uh, trick. There's a video out there. I did it, but I'll tell you again. My trick is clip them on the handles of your amplifiers. Yeah, see all your amplifiers that have handles on the top? Take and clip the uh, clip-on tuner. Clip it on the handle, right? So, you, you know, the handle. And the great thing is, um, I, I even showed you in the video, you don't even have to um, put it on your headstock if you, <laughs> when you're plugging the amp, it'll read your guitar perfectly off the vibrations that handle your amp. So, uh, so that works great too. So that's an option for you. So there you go. The next question was, how do I take care of my guitars, hardware, and finish? I use microfiber cloths like this. I buy mine from Costco. These are Kirkland. I don't know if you, where you live, you have a Costco. These are the cheapest ones I've ever found. You get a bag of these at Costco and they last you months. Microfiber cloths. Um, and uh, I wipe things down when I'm done. It's a habit. I just got into a long time ago. Uh, as soon as I'm done with the guitar, wipe the body down, wipe the neck down, wipe everything off, dry cloth. That's my preferred method to take care of the finish and hardware. Um, but otherwise, I use um, uh, guitar polishes and and um, and I use brand names. So like I use Hose, I use Dunlop. Anyone? Again, I like brand names for materials that I, I. This is the way I think. My guitars to me are very expensive investments to me. Okay, uh, whether the guitar is five hundred dollars, whether the guitar is uh, $1,500. It's an exp expensive investment. And if something goes wrong, I want to call somebody to tell them that it went wrong and there was a problem. And I've learned over time through the years, brand companies like Dunlop and, and, um, you know, Korg and, you know, companies as uh, planet waves and Diodero, when you call them, people answer and they hear your problem and maybe you can get it fixed. When you call this weird company that no one even knows, you find out half the time they don't even have websites. So there's no even call them. Uh, Matt Cole says, Hey, Phil, do you own any metal bodied resonators or have much experience with them? Um, no, I don't own one. Uh, I've set up a few over the years, but like I always made the joke, setting up a resonator is easy. You just raise the action even higher. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, kinda, um, no, it's not my thing. They're heavy. Um, they're heavy guitars. They're cool. They're their own thing. Um, I actually have a resonator guitar, but it's a wood one with a resonator cone on it. I, I don't know why I have it. I got it. It was definitely impulse buy. I thought I was going to play slide and be awesome. And instead I goofed off with it one afternoon and maybe I should go back to it. Uh, Derek says, Hey, are the new leaked uh, models from Fender real? I haven't seen anything. What's the new leaked models from Fender? So it's funny. You're asking me the question. And I'm asking it back to you. I didn't get to see them. Uh, if you can mention guys where they got leaked at, we'll pull them up. We'll look at them together. I haven't been looking. This is the first year where I haven't been looking at what's been coming out from these companies. Um, you know why? It's because uh, these companies, for the first time ever, I haven't had to try and find the information. The companies are all sending it to me freely with all these gag orders. I, I've gotten one, not every day, but it feels like every two days I get an email going, hey, Phil, check this out. It's going to be at NAM. Stop by our booth. Don't share. <laughs> and you're like, <sighs> you know what I mean? When they don't tell you not to do it, you can always ask for forgiveness later. But when they're telling you up front not to knock it. So, so somebody's saying, oh, 60 cycle hum uh, on YouTube site shows them. Yeah, I, there's a, there's a way, there's a channel on YouTube that was going through the new Ibanez catalog. And um, so Mikey Newman says, will you buy anything from Nam? No. Probably not. Um, well, you know, you don't get to physically buy anything there anyways. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you can order it. You know, uh, I have, 
the I I'm not I'm well I say no because I don't have anything on my on my radar right now, but I am going there with an open mind, hoping to find something exciting and new. Um, again, that's kind of why I'm not looking. I want to really walk into NAM for the first time in probably 12 or 14 years and not, you know, it's like, it's like going to a movie without seeing the trailers. I'm just kind of trailered out. I'm kind of sick of, you know, going to the NAM. That's how the last couple of NAMs have been for me. I went there and I'm like, yep, I saw that already. I saw that already. Yep. I saw that guy show that. Yep. I saw the picture of that. I mean, I already feel that way now because the companies are leaking stuff to me. I kind of trying to hope to go there with a little bit of not knowing. <laughs> so, uh, and then, and that way you can get an honest, uh, and, and, and I keep the camera rolling and maybe get an honest response, you know, not a, you know, not, not a pre-canned response. Um, Beetlejuice three says, uh, what are your thoughts on the slash theme or Duncan humbuckers? I dig them, man. They're good pickups. Um, especially, uh, you put them in a Les Paul. They're great. I've never put them in anything other than a Les Paul. Funny. I never thought about that before. I probably installed about six or seven sets, uh, for, for people and I'm always into a Les Paul. I don't think I've ever installed them in anything else. Yeah. Somebody, uh, space jazz says cover. Cancel the Chapman fund and reassign the Guthrie Govren signature uh, fund. Yeah, that, that's a great, great uh, Charvel with a great price tag. Um, I'm, uh, you know, I guitar wise, I'm kind of trying this year. I want to focus on guitars that are um, more, more amazing for the price. That's why GNL is on my radar. I'm trying to find a guitar that's like, man, what can I get that's not inexpensive or expensive, but what is it like, you know, best, you know, dollars. Hey, Graftech's got a question. Do you think you'll ever get a custom guitar built for yourself? So the question, uh, easy. I have I have made many custom guitars uh, for myself. I've, I've, I've built a couple for myself. I've ordered a bunch for myself. And I've never kept any of them because every time I was happy for a little while and then I realized like I would have done something different if I would have known now with hindsight. And, and every time, the idea of spending that money a second time just got really, really sad. Um, and what happens to me, and maybe you guys have experienced this as well. I obviously love guitars and I love collecting guitars and having guitars. I think some, something happens internally with you. You always end up loving one kind of guitar. For me, it's a strat. There's just something about the way it feels and I hold it and I play it. It feels right. It, you know, the sound is okay. I, I don't love strat sound, but I love the way they feel. And so what happens to me is I'll get a custom guitar and I love it. And I, and I'll pick up my Mexican strat and I go, Really? I mean, that was 500 bucks and I like this just as much. So, you know, and how much can you really improve the strat, you know, uh, just a few changes and then you're there. So my strats have a couple changes to them and I, I love them. And, and that's what I play most of the time. In fact, my favorite guitars uh, over and over again, you guys heard this. I play my strats and I play my PRS Mira. Um, but my Mira, if you, if you haven't heard me talk about my Mira in a while, it's because it went wacky on me after probably five years of owning it. All of a sudden it started buzzing really bad and the like the, the slots on the nut are cut too deep. It's the weirdest thing ever. I've never experienced it in all my years, thousands of guitars repaired. I've never seen a guitar do this. So I'm actually fixing that uh, right now. I put a new uh, PRS nut on it. I, I, I guess it shrank after years. I, I don't know what it did. I've never seen it do that before, but it's, it's weird. So yeah. Scott said Phil's custom guitar would be made entirely from graph tech material. You could probably do that. Why not? I mean, I know you're kind of being sarcastic, but 
you know, at this at this point, I, I would imagine with the wood world and the world we're seeing, we're going to be seeing all kinds of stuff. So. Uh, yes, yeah, somebody says, Atchem, sure. Atchem DG said, will you maybe do one or two base videos a month this year? I thought I had grand plans for base this this I did. So, you know, in September, I purposely didn't do any base reviews for two or three months after I told you guys I would because GitCon was coming. I knew I was going to order a custom Warwick and I was excited about that. I ordered the custom Warwick and then I thought when I got that, I was going to do a ton of videos. I have all these base videos planned, but I wanted to use the new custom Warwick I ordered. Uh, and they haven't finished it yet. So it's been a while. So they said it takes like six weeks, but that was in October. So it takes longer than six weeks. I'd take it. So that happens. It's not the end of the world. Um, all right. Next, next question is, <laughs> you know what? This question is so crazy. I'm going to answer it. Uh, answer it. Kay Edwards says, Phil, if you were offered to be the CEO of Gibson, would you do it? Um, no, because I don't think I'm qualified. <laughs> Because I'm, you know, it's all about being smart enough, right? I'm smart enough to know I'm not smart enough to run a company that size. And I could be sarcastic and be like, anybody could do a better job than him. But, you know, that's that's an easy thing to say, not an easy thing to do. Um, would, I, would I love an opportunity to work with a company like Gibson right now? Yes. Believe it or not, that's an answer I could say. CEO marketing, I don't know about CEO, but marketing or sales or, you know, yeah, if Gibson called me and said, we want to hire some new people and try to rejuvenate and change things, would you be interested in that? I would love that challenge. Wouldn't you guys? I'm sure a lot of you out there would be like, I, you know why? Because I have a belief that Gibson is really a good brand of guitars. It's, it's, it is. We love them in spite of some of their flaws. And so imagine if you could make them not as flawed. <laughs> they would even do better. It's a brand everybody wants. So I would love the opportunity to work with Gibson. Um, I thought all these years, I thought, well, maybe, you know, something would ever come up, you know, but they don't really reach out to YouTubers uh, that I know of. I mean, not my size channels, maybe bigger channels, but yeah, like I said, I like the brand enough to where I'd want to, I, I mean, I'm not hawk their crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not saying that, but I would be involved with improvements. Oh yeah. I would, I would love to. Um, uh, the question came super chat question, uh, is uh, your thoughts on the boss angry driver? You know, I, I had no interest in that pedal. I made comments before in a live show about it being $200 and buy boss. And it's not my thing, but after getting the uh, angry Charlie, if you guys saw my video on that, cause you guys picked it. Um, and the video on that, you know, is very polarizing. Half you guys were like, it's horrible. And half you guys were happy. No one said anything about the way it sounded. Everybody said it sounded good. I guess I thought it sounds good. I like it. Um, like I said, I really like the pedal. That's not a question. Um, but after looking through it and looking at the quality, I actually feel better about buying the boss one. Like, I don't feel like the boss one's a cheap version of this. I just feel like it's a version of this. So, um, you know, there's no magic expensive parts in it is what I'm getting at. And I think maybe that didn't get conveyed in the video. I, it's my, That's where I was dogging it was a little bit. It was like, I thought there was going to be some mystical expensive you know five dollar components in there and that maybe sounds silly but you know sometimes you know there's a that's sometimes i played amplifiers where they're fantastic and when you open them up the main difference is they put nine dollars worth of parts in them i have physically i have had that experience so you guys know i have played an amp and i went wow that's amazing and when they it all came down to nine dollars in parts made that amp better 
<laughs> because those better parts. So uh, Mike's got a question. Joe, you a pedals question mark? Yep, they make pedals. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen what they're going to release. Uh, I've seen the new more pedals. Obviously, I'll be stopping by the Joe and more pedal booths. Uh, if you guys didn't catch it, um, the uh, Angry Charlie video uh, that I did, not Angry Charlie, sorry, the at pedal, this one, this, that video was the new way I want to do reviews. So that was a reformatted way to do reviews. So uh, I will no longer do any reviews on pedals uh, anymore, or maybe even amps or guitars, but definitely pedals where I don't give you a, a um, version. So if I do a cheap pedal, uh, like if I was, so for instance, if I was to do the cruncher pedal review, I would have mentioned that for more money, you can get a slightly better pedal. You know what I mean? And now from now on, when I do an expensive pedal, uh, I will show you where I, what pedal I think you should get for a fraction of the price. I think that's an interesting way of looking at a review. Like, Hey, you know, it, it two budget prices for like objects, you know? So, so that's what I want to do. Um, Mike's got a question. He says, are custom guitars made by boutique? Sorry. Are custom guitars made by boutique builders better than mass-produced custom shop guitars or Gibson or Fender? Um, not all the time. A lot of times, handmade means mistakes. That's what that means. I mean, there's a there's a there's a a great there's a there's a reason why manufacturers improve the process. I mean, obviously, they make it less expensive, but also they refine the process for consistency. So, no, the answer is not that boutique guitars are better. What happens though is boutique guitars. Are we more unique? It's a lot more interesting to have something that nobody has. A lot of times boutique builders build their entire career around a frustration. We all have it. Um, you know, Paul Reed Smith's a perfect guitar for me to explain. I like Paul Reed Smith guitars, but I hate the way the, the, the it cuts in my arm, that little up scoop. I hate that. That's why I like the S2s better. I like the S2s cuts better than the core guitars, but I like the wide thin neck over the wide fat neck. So if they made S2 and wide thin, I would get rid of, I would get rid of my 594, I'd get rid of my custom 24. All my core guitars would be gone like that if they made an S2 version with that same neck because I like the way the S2s feel. So the question is sometimes when you have a guitar, it doesn't matter what it is, you, you have a problem with it. And so finally you reach out to some boutique builder and you say, hey, can you build me? Something that's just a little bit different, just a little bit different. So, so a lot. Ellis Papa says PRS guitars suck! Exclamation mark. They rip you off way too expensive. Uh, I agree with half that. If you think they suck, they do suck because you know that's you got no. There's no reason not to believe that you don't like them. So, uh, there's things I don't like, and I think they suck. But uh, rip off is always tough. You know what I mean? Like I said. You may not like their price points. Here's here's the thing. This is the argument. It's hard. It's hard to argue with any company that um, does staggered or stared pricing. Stared pricing. In other words, ripoff is tricky. They make a version of all their guitars in every price point. You can buy a PRS used or new. You can buy PRSs for as low as two hundred and fifty bucks, all the way up to twenty thousand dollars and everywhere in between. So there's a price point for you. If you just don't like them, just that's fine. There's like I said, there are guitars. I just don't dig. Oh, you know what? Here's a good one. Uh, I'm going to say to Kuchin to Kuchin. Why not? That's your name to Kuchin T O T O K U C H E N thoughts on the St. Vincent signature guitar. I want one. That's a guitar. You know, I just heard 
I don't know if I'm supposed to share this. Well, maybe I can. I just heard from my buddy uh, Larry Mitchell yesterday because uh, he was at the Steve I camp. He, he worked the Steve I camp uh, last week and St. Vincent was there. And he was saying that Ernie Ball was telling him that the St. Vincent guitar is on track to outsell the Petrucci guitar. And I said, well, I, I don't disagree. That guitar is great. You know what I'd like? I, I'll tell you right now where I'm at. St. Vincent makes a Sterling guitar, puts it in that five to 700 range. Uh, I'm there. I'm done. If they make that the St. Vincent Ernie Ball, that guitar. Um, but I dig it. You know why I dig it? It's as some people are like, Hey, it looks ugly. I've heard it looks like a bow tie. I've heard it looks like the Budweiser's logo. Um, my thing is, you know what? It's just, sometimes you see guitars and you just think, yeah, that's wacky. You know what I mean? But so I like it. I like the guitar. So so there you go. It's it's if I was going to get an Ernie Ball guitar, it's one of the ones I'm looking at. Um, Mary uh, Mary Spender bought one. In fact, she bought this amazing one. I'm jealous of. If you go to her channel, she probably did a video on it. It is it is so god awful ugly. I love it. It's like fluorescent orange with like a leopard print or something like. That. It's just fantastic. It's just so so I love it. It's so obnoxious in all the right ways. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Paul says, Hey, you did a super chat. Why do you think line six, uh, will, won't make left-handed Varax guitars and why they won't sell the electronics to make a, your own Varax? Um, well, they don't make left-handed guitars. Probably the same reason. Most companies, they, they argue that there's not enough profit in them. Left-handed guitars. Every manufacturer has every mid-size manufacturer like them that doesn't do large orders of guitars. I mean, let's be honest. Varax is not selling, you know, tens of thousands of guitars. They're not selling millions of guitars. They're not selling a lot of guitars. They argue that there's just not, a, there's no market for them for the left-handed market. They, they, or, and they all say the same thing. At one point they order them and they just, they sit. Um, I'm not saying that's true. I'm telling you what they say. That all being said, I think the honest fix for that is like you said, to sell the electronics, to make your own Variax. Um, but you know, it's one of those things at some point you, you think that's where the, the uh, boutique guitar market would go is some left only left-handed only guitar manufacturers. Oh, Logan just said they do make a Sterling St. Vincent. Well, watch this. Okay. So who's the St. Vincent dealer? Sorry guys. Well, I promise to add some minutes to the show to, to go on this tirade because now, now I'm curious. Um, let's see. Uh, what is it? Musician's friend. Who's it? I don't know. I don't remember if Sweetwater is a dealer for them. I don't think Sweetwater does music, man. Does Sweetwater do, do music? Do, do, do they do, do, do they, do they do music, man? Let's take a look. Solid body guitars. Ernie Ball music, man. Okay. So they keep music, man, separate than... All right, guys, we're going to do this. Let's go looking. Let's. All right, let's find it. Okay, there's the, this is, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, this is the guitar we're talking about right here. Love, I love it. Like, I love the goofy knobs. I know, I know what's great about this guitar. I'll tell you the best thing about this guitar. Right now, a huge percentage of you are just like, is he insane? <laughs> Why does he think that guitar is any good? That is the ugliest guitar. I'm like, you know what? It's just out there. Cool. You know, I don't, well, I don't see one here. So if any of you guys see it, I won't, I won't waste any more time. Uh, if you guys out there know it, send me, put in the comments where you think one's at. 
I'll buy one. Like I said, I, I, you know, uh, especially after talking to Larry the other day, he got me all excited about it. Cause like I said, it's, it's a cool guitar. By the way, there's 971 of us watching right now. I think we were at 980. We're 975. So almost a thousand people. Um, yes. Uh, you know what? Uh, damn jork, drock, damn drock says, uh, there's a funky explorer esque vibe to it. Yeah. You know what it is at some point, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's under Sterling. Okay. We'll go back there. Uh, um, the, uh, yeah, it, it, I know a lot. Like I said, it's ugly. It's different. But what I'm curious about with the Sterling is, is they're going to have any cool colors? Solid body guitars. Here, I'll take it back with me, guys. I'm sorry. You never know. Maybe we'll get lucky. Okay. So we're going to go. You think they just put this in alphabetical order? Why is it all over the place? Am I missing it? You guys are probably all frustrated with me right now. Like, look, you idiot. Where? Lancet Travel Guitar, Gretsch, Friedman. I don't see. I just see music, Ernie Ball. Okay. I'm too dumb to use this website or it doesn't, it's not there. I don't see Sterling. So. We'll look later. But definitely... So answer your question. That's a guitar that's in Guitar Center has it in stock. Okay. Well, let's look at Guitar Center because watch. It'll be fun. Maybe it'll be fun. Let's see how crazy I am. You never know. I've done crazier things than just buy a guitar on a whim. Um, okay. You know what? We're going to go guitars, electric guitars. You guys see it? Okay. And, uh, Same thing. Why not silver tone? I'm sure this is oh so fun for you guys. Man, these guys carry a lot of different guitars. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea they carried this many different brands. Wow. I wonder how many of these brands are drop, sh drop ship only. In other words, they... They don't stock them in their warehouse. Just if you order one, they'll just notify that company to send them straight to you. Okay, Warrior, Austin, Dean, Diamond. You know, I might just type it straight in and go right to it. I am so sorry. Duesenberg. Hey, you guys talked about Duesenberg before. There's Duesenberg. Sterling. There it is. Okay, here we go. There she, look at that. Any other colors? Looks like it's a one color guy, right? You guys don't see anything other, anything else? 600 bucks, that's not horrible. It's about a little bit more than I wanted to pay. I wanted to pay five, but can't have it all, right? In stock, comes in one color, cool. So let's play a game. So hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this for a second. We'll go back to the live show. I still have it penned. We'll talk about it in a second. What do you 992, you guys? What do you think? We hit a thousand. We hit a thousand watchers. I'll buy it right now. How about that? AMS has it for 599. Same. What do you guys think? Do you know what? I love twin reverbs are loud. That guitar is ugly as F. Yep. <laughs> See? But you know what? Isn't that great? That's what's great about it. You know, and it evokes an emotion out of you. 
<laughs> Maybe not the right emotion, but it does. So, okay, so Anderton's did a, 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 a review of it, comparing it. So, 1,002. Well, okay, I guess we're buying it. Hold on a second. I don't want your uh, coverage. No, thanks. Hold on. Hold on a second. I don't want to take too much away. You're clicking. You're clicking by. Yep, I know. I'm trying. It's thinking right now. I'm going to keep talking to you guys. Although we can't make a habit of this buying stuff on every live show. <laughs> I don't. Okay, here. It's funny because I'm saying no, I don't want the coverage. It's not taking me. There it is. It's not taking me the next screen. Okay, I only want one of them saying I want two now. It's, dude, seriously. So you guys don't think I'm crazy. Look, it is jacking with me. Hold on. Take you. Look, this is one more time. Okay, now we got, see, up update. Okay, I got to take you guys out for one second. When, when it goes to the monies, you know. The um, sharing my credit card information with the world. <laughs> so, um, uh, somebody says, look for a use one or reverb. Really? You know what? Good advice. I like it. This is going to be the first uh, Know Your Gear QA where you guys gave me more advice than I gave you. All right, ready? Let's look on reverb. We're going to look right now for a St. Vincent. are and oh so here watch are this most the worst episode ever because i'm just spending the entire episode shopping <laughs> okay uh i'm in reverb you guys are um go to used what do we got going on we got a lot of used american ones there ain't no used import ones not that i'm seeing just new let me try ebay real fast What do you guys call it? Flea Bay, right? Oops. Okay. Pull that up. We go to uh, used. The, this is the worst <laughs> episode. They're like, how was Know Your Gear today? Oh, Phil just went looking at guitars the whole time. 549 pre-owned. Same 50 bucks. Is that worth it? Don't you kind of hate that? You're like, really, dude? Don't you feel like the people that only like take 10 bucks off a of used guitar are out of touch? Uh, but let's see what it says. Who's selling it? Uh, reputable seller. Looks looks that way. 100% positive feedback. 4,700 uh, blah, blah, blahs. 7.68 pounds. Not too heavy. That's good. At least we know the weight. Blue includes a uh, trim bar. And a gig bag, guitar's in excellent condition, no dings, dents, fret wire, minor scratches. Uh, and make an offer. All right. Okay. This is where it gets fun. Let's play. We're gonna we're gonna be this is gonna be the craziest episode ever. What's the offer? What's the offer that gets us this guitar? They're asking 550. Okay. Benjamin uh, just did a super chat for five bucks. Um, free shipping too. All right, anyone? What's the 400? You guys really think 400? You think they take 400? I'm going to say reverb. Oh, somebody says reverb does have them use. 
Michael Nelson towards the guitar fund. You guys don't have to give me money towards the guitar fund, but I appreciate it, Michael. By the way, if you guys never check out Michael Nelson's channel, it's one of my favorite channels on YouTube. I'm not just saying that. Um, there is a video on there. He makes a ton of great videos, but there is a video on there. I think it's one of the best videos ever made on YouTube, and it's uh, the the Zach Wild video that he made where he was talking about getting the Zach Wild tone. He's made a, a ton a ton of videos that are be even better than that over time, but that video is just a great video always. Um, so just to point out, um, okay. So 525, 450, somebody, I just want to confirm you're welcome, Michael. Uh, uh, so he said, you said you would pay $500 to do that. You know what? That's a good point. St. Vincent fund purchased a boss Katana 100 combo yesterday. Amazing amp for the bucks. Oh yeah. You know, did you see the new Katana they're talking about doing? There's a thousand fifteen of us watching. Okay. So we're going to go. Here's what we're going to do here. So I can screen share with you guys. So, you know, so you guys can see, okay. Screen share. Here we go. All right. So we're on, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make the offer. As you guys know, oh, I got to sign in. Okay. Let me sign in. Give me a second. Not that the sign ins, but I think it, it blocks my password anyways, but. All right, it's thinking. Okay, we can go back to it. And then we can get back to talking about gear and stop this shenanigans of buying guitars. Please enter my offer. Okay, 500 bucks. I like the weight on it. 500 bucks. That's the price I want to do. Review the offer. We sent it. Submit the offer. Wouldn't it be funny if that person was watching right now? Please allow two days. Really? They do two days, not 24 hours? So they sent you gear trader 57. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so here's the deal. So here's what I'm going to tell you guys. Um, you can imagine if they take the offer, I, I'm buying it. If they don't take the offer, I'll probably just buy the new one on, on a musician's friend or wherever that was just a minute ago. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. Now I'm excited. That, that was exciting for me. Probably not so exciting for you guys to watch me do that, but. Hmm. $500 an insult. Yeah. You know what it is for me? It's like 10% off their asking price when they're 55 bucks off, right? So 495, that's usually my go-to 10% off. Um, and, um, I, you know, sometimes I, I go a little low, lower than that, but I'll be honest. A lot of times I just don't want to insult people. Like you said, but realistically, what is a $600 used guitar worth? It's worth about 450. You guys were right four four fifty. but you know, it's a good weight. He's saying it's good condition. I want it. There's no reason to, to, to mess around with it. Like somebody said earlier, um, thank you, Lonnie, uh, for the super chat. Um, uh, and oh, I have a good question to answer in a second. Um, there's no reason to to dork around with it. I want the guitar. I it's like I said earlier, the, the person that commented, I said five hundred dollars. You're absolutely right. That's what I think it's worth. I'm excited to have it. It's cool. Um, I'm now going to check to see if she's going to be at the damn show. Maybe I can get her to sign it. So that would be actually really cool. Uh, Scott has a great question. It says, Phil, any reason why you're out of uh, disfavor with your Les Paul Classic? Yeah, my Les Paul Classic is right behind me. And um, so you guys know, you I've mentioned in some other live shows that I've kind of fallen out of favor with it. By the way, 1,032 is the record high we've ever done. So that's how many people are hanging out. So we'll go a little long today because we spent some time shopping. Um, yes, you know what it is, is um, it's fine. It's a good guitar. I just didn't, I'm not falling in love with it. So 
The problem I have is the other Les Paul I have is 10 and a half, like 11 pounds. It's really heavy. In fact, um, you know, I, when I did that video, some people are like, hey, man, what do you mean? It's too heavy. He comes over to my house and picks up the guitar, makes a comment to me, the same thing. They go, this is obnoxious how heavy it is. And so, you know, I'm guessing a 10 and a half, 11. It could be 12 and a half pounds. So it's, but it's, it, it just, it's a better Les Paul. It's a 2005. So I've been thinking about it, thinking about it. And uh, here's the opportunity with this uh, gold top Les Paul. I, I decided I like it. I don't love it. Um, it's an anniversary gift, you know, right. It's a thing. Um, and the whole Gibson thing has been sucky watching them kind of screw this whole guitar market up for themselves. So I thought about selling it and I decided not to sell it, but I might be trading it to my buddy, Joe, because believe it or not, he's the one who traded me the floral plant gym and we still haven't resolved all that stuff. So that's what I'm, it's on the thing now. So it's a mate go to a trade, but if it does, I'm going to be getting another Les Paul as well to, to replace that one out. Um, but if I get another Les Paul, I'm going to get rid of both Les Pauls, that one and the other heavy one, and just get one that I fall in love with. So, all right. Uh, any thoughts on the Marshall JVM 205 amps? I do. I like them a lot. The 205. The 205 is a 50 watt version of the Marshall JVM. The Marshall JVM is a really good one. I just heard recently, I guess they're going to discontinue that series. Um, you know, uh, I think the JVM was one of those models. They didn't see an opportunity. They made a 112 combo. They made a 212, but they made them too big. They should have made a smaller, like, hot rod deluxe size 25-watt combo. I think they would have really killed with that model. That would have been really great. And definitely a head version of that. So maybe they'll do something like that. But to, to, to answer your question, I love the 205. I think it's, uh, it's definitely my favorite of the JVMs because it's a good wattage. sounds great. Great amplifier. Um I, I regret not buying one. I've, I almost bought a couple, a couple times when they were at the right price, like eight, 900 bucks. And then they started hitting over a thousand. And I don't think that's obnoxious or too high. I just thought, you know, it's, I'm sure this has happened to you guys, right? You ever look at something and go, I should buy it. And then it goes up in price. And now you have it in your head. You want to pay eight, 900 bucks. <laughs> so you wait. And then as you wait, they just keep going up. So. The uh, next one, Phil says, Phil, need, Phil, you need to impulse buy an orange and get, and get it out of your comfort zone. Yeah, you know, I do want an orange. Believe it or not, I there's uh, there's I want an orange amp right now. I want another tiny terror. Is that the micro terror? What's the little teeny one, the $150 one? I almost bought one the other day. I want one. Uh, I had one for a very short time, and I don't know why, but it's just something I want again to, to take and jam with. Tony says, get a custom shop, Les Paul. If you look at uh, my old videos, it's, I did. I had a crazy expensive custom shop, Les Paul. A really crazy one. It was like Daphne Blue. Um, it was great. Um, I got rid of that guitar. Believe it or not, it kept going up in value. And it got to a point where I got freaked out if it got damaged. It wouldn't be. I paid more than I was comfortable paying for it. And then it went up in value. And you think, yeah, it should make you feel good. What ended up happening with that guitar was, and I, I don't regret getting rid of it, but you know, it made me sad, but I got rid of it because like, I think I nicked it or something happened. And then I just kept thinking about like over time, it's just going to be worth less and less. Cause I'm going to, you know, it gets, cause I want to play it. So that's why I got rid of it. Um, but everybody's different. That's what I learned. Those are one of those guitars where I learned I have a comfort zone on guitars. The... So, um, Hey Phil, any suggestions on a head cab, uh, head and cab for a classic rock bar band? 
yeah, head and cab. Does it have to be a head and cab? I mean, I like a 212 cabinet and a head. Um, it depends on how loud you want it to be. Classic rock band. I like the Ignator stuff is really good for cat. You can get that stuff for a song now. You can find great deals on the cabinets. I saw a 212 Ignator cabinet on Craigslist locally for like 200 bucks the other day or 250. Definitely worth it. I like some of the PV stuff for that. Um, obviously, I would say Marshall, but I mean, unless you get a 50 watt Marshall head, you know, and a 212 cabinet, that's good stuff. I'm trying to think of anything I have that I like for classic rock. Um, I don't know, because head and cabs. I'm like, look at oh, oh, yeah, you know what? I like the Friedman stuff, man. I got a couple Friedman amps right over there. They're fantastic. That's another head. Um, their cabinets are really expensive. So I'm not a big fan of the Friedman cabinets because of the price. They're they're great. Don't get me wrong. But, man, 600 bucks for a 112. I've done it too many times. That's what happens. Things become old hack. You know, you buy enough... Uh, so now I'm into buying whatever I can find a good deal online for on a cabinet. Harley Benton 212 with vintage 30s. I've never tried one. I've heard nothing but good things. So, yep, there you go. That thing is super inexpensive. Uh, Bradulist. Hey, Brad, what's up? It says, uh, Phil, for fender leak information, go to gearnews.com and search for leak. Really? Okay. <laughs> Gear News. Oh, yeah, why not? Gearnews.com. And we're going to look, right? That's what we do. Gear News. And we look for a leak. Is that what you said? Oh, there you go. Okay. Let's share, everybody. Let's pull it up and take a look. Thanks, Brad. That was a good hookup. Okay, so here we go. Um, what do we got going on? Oh, I'm digging this already. I like this one. You guys dig this? I love this color. This is like that uh, Pelham Blue kind of thing. Dual humbuckers. Okay, automatically, I dig this. This is so obnoxious. I, I like that. This um, this is kind of like those pawn shop guitars where it's like, okay, we're going to put the Jazzmaster bridge, Jazzmaster pickups on a telly. You know, that's cool. Uh, it's, it's a little too... Same thing with this. It's a little too out there for me. This, you know what this is? This is all... This This is the, the, the uh, pawn shop brand again. You know what I'm talking about? Do you guys remember the pawn shop guitars? That's what this is. They're just repackaging it. This this is different. This guitar, basically, if you put a semi-hollow uh, hole right there and you put a uh, like a humbucker right there, that's that was a pawn shop guitar. So, okay, so Meteor um, launching the models. Then so we are information models from this is they've done this before. This is definitely the the pawn shop stuff. You guys remember the pawn shop guitars from Fender? So this is something they've done before. Um, new name, new spin, but they've done this. And the pawn shop guitars is a per yeah. See, love my Fender pawn shop guitars. The pawn shop fifty one, right? Great guitar, fantastic. You know the pawn shop guitars. Some of them uh, are actually worth good money. The the fifty one. Uh, who was that? that? Said that. Uh, uh, lucky, lucky no eight 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 three eights. Uh, the Poncha 51 in the surf green. That guitar is sick. Um, fantastic guitars. Uh, and um, I think they were originally, weren't they made in Japan and then they moved into Mexico? Wasn't that how that worked? Does anyone remember specifically? So. Um, yeah, somebody was saying, by the way, Freeman uh, run for classic rock. They're, they're, So, 
You know, what's funny is I didn't look to see if we got a response on that, on that offer. I'll keep, I'll pull it up cause it's going to come through my email. So we'll have it just in case, just in case we get the answer during the show. That'd be kind of cool. Nope. Just as I've submitted the answer or the, the uh, offer. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I dig the guitars. They're cool, but they're definitely the pawn shop. Mine is Japan. Okay. So lucky in 888. So they were Japan. And then at the end, they're made in Mexico. So if you guys look online at the uh, pawn shop guitars, they were Japan. And then at, towards the end, they, they moved to, uh, to Mexico. They were fantastically cool and different guitars. So that's a, this is a repack of that. Um, Yeah, somebody's saying there's a 20% guitar center. You know what, though? I'll tell you uh, real quick on the promo. Somebody's saying there's a 20% off promo on the Saint, um, I can get on the St. Vincent guitar for down to 480. I, I'm really particular about how much a guitar weighs. I don't want it to be a brick. Um, and so the fact that that person online put the weight, that's enough for me. It's worth it. If I get it for 500 even used, 20 bucks more to know that it's not going to be a problem is worth it. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Libra 1019 says, Phil, do you believe in turtles? I not only believe in turtles, I believe in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is that is that the same thing? It's the strangest question. I believe in turtles. Um, when I was a kid, my grandfather had a turtle. They had it in the backyard and it used to scare me to death. Like one of those big turtles. I don't even know if they're legal to have. You used, used to feed it lettuce, but they would tell us when we were kids that if we got our fingers in its mouth, it'd be like, they would take our finger off. So I was so little that that thing always scared me. So I don't have a fear of turtles now, but when I was a kid, that thing was scary. Um, okay. Uh, what do you think the code 100 had? Um, but I will tell you a, a backstory that, that leads into this and, and uh, you guys can tell me what you think. I like getting feedback from you guys. So I mentioned that I had a bunch of uh, practice amps. I was thinking about getting another Katana, like the 50. And then uh, Yamaha reached out to me and said, hey, we'd like you, are you interested in reviewing the THR 100 head? After many discussions with you guys, I said, look, yeah, I'm interested in that, but I'm really interested in reviewing the THR 10 and doing that as a review. And then I thought, you know, maybe that'd be a good way to, uh, you know, review it. And then if I like it, I can maybe buy it. Maybe they give me a deal. I don't know. And I, so I sent them an email response and said, here's my policy on this. You got to ship it to me. I review it. You pay to ship it back. I don't charge for anything. I don't keep the product. That's the end of the deal. And Yamaha sent me a two page contract that they want me to fill out. And, uh, it's two different, not two page contract. I'm sorry, two pages, two different contracts. Uh, one of it was a little confusing. It, it, it looks like it was not made for reviewers. It looks like it was made for an endorsement contract, but basically it's a guarantee that I'll give their stuff back. Otherwise, you know, whatever. I guess I'm okay with that. It's just weird to fill out contracts for a couple of amps. But the, um, the, the, the real trick was the, um, there's a disclosure con uh, clause in there that I don't think was meant in to intend that I can't disclose stuff to you guys, but I think it's for rock stars. It says that, that I have to put the logos facing you guys and I can't disclose this. Again, they were using generic contracts. I'm very aware of that. So I'm not accusing them of anything. What I'm saying is that I don't, uh, I didn't want to do the review. So to answer your question, now I've decided I don't, I don't want to deal with the Yamaha. I don't want to buy a Yamaha amp. I really didn't enjoy that, that interaction with Yamaha. It wasn't very good. Um, mostly because they approached me. So then it would feel, you know, like, you know, to, to basically what they're asking me to do is review their amp. Uh, do a video, which is all on my cost. They'll get all the marketing, all the thing. 
all I'm asking for them is let me borrow it. And they want me to sell, fill out all this paperwork. You know, anybody with half a brain isn't going to fill out a bunch of contracts without having a, a lawyer look at them. And that's costs. I, I'm not paying all this cost just to check out an amp. So long story short, I'm thinking about buying a Code 25 now. Either that or the Katana 50. So I'll make the decision soon. There you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, next next question. We'll cut it. We're going to cut it right now to the last two questions. We went long because of the thing. And uh, and then hopefully next week, well, I'll bring out the guitar because uh, I'll... Yeah, you can alter the contract. I get it. You can. I get it. I've done contracts many times. There's all. This, that's not my point. My point is, there's no money involved, so there's no reason to be dealing with contracts for me. If I'm dealing with a contract, they're paying me. That's 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 the end of this. If I'm if I'm signing anything, there's there's monetary value involved. I'm not doing free promotional stuff. I mean, that's what a review is. It promotes them for free. Um, you know. So there you go. All right, so uh, the la la oh, there was a good question. It says, "Why don't I just buy the TR10?" Okay, why don't you just buy a TR10 and then return it after review? Yeah, you know, I thought I I would be lying if I didn't think about the fact that yeah, why I could buy something at a guitar center in my local and then return it when I'm done reviewing it. I thought about that long and hard, and I just decide ethically it's not where I want to be. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying buying something, trying it, not liking it, returning it, and then in the return of it, maybe doing a review. But if I know right off the gate that I'm probably just going to review this, I didn't want to do it. So that's why ethically I stayed away from it. I have no problem buying the stuff um, if it's something I'm interested in. I am interested in the TR10. It's a it's a product I'm interested in, um, but I just don't know if I I want it. Really, what I want to do is I want to do a TRHR10 shootout against the Katana versus the Co25. Those are the three amps I'm interested in. So maybe that's the video I'll do. Maybe I'll buy those three and 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 give that a try. I'm not sure. So, all right. Um, and the last question of the day is. Oh, okay, this isn't going to be the last question. I always do that. Brandon says, Phil, what did you hear back from the painter of your mom's house? Some of us have commented on his Facebook page. I've heard nothing back from them. I did hear from GoDaddy. Uh, GoDaddy did send me uh, a thing saying they saw my YouTube video and they uh, that I was right, that obviously that, that did qualify and that they were going to uh, um, uh, refund me my $80. I just haven't had a chance to respond to them. So that was good. The painter guy, you know, uh, he's he was sketchy from get-go so i i, I have no not, not shocked at all i'll never hear from a guy like him he's not even licensed in bond we did some research and we found out he's just basically just all a sham so all right um so richard says why are you so introverted i don't know i would uh the problem is if i come across that way i guess but uh, I would imagine most people that hang out with me or know me or meet me really don't think that's my problem. <laughs> if anything, they'd like to me. If I, I think a lot of people would like me more if I was more introverted. And I have a code 25. This is from Ian. I have a code 25 and I didn't like it. Bought the black star HT five instead. Hmm. It's good. Good to know. 
But I'm looking for a modeling amp. The HT5, I know I like. It's a good amp. That's a tube amp. That's a that's a pickup. That's a. I would agree with that. I'd pick the HT5 over the Co25. I'm looking for a small modeling amp. You know, just to play and turn turn. You know, turn my head off. Don't work with pedals. Don't mess with you know stuff. Just just extrovert. <laughs> uh, you know, stuff like that. All right. That was a good episode. I had fun. There was a lot. This is the highest amount we ever had. We we I think we bought a guitar. Right? We'll see. We'll see if we bought a guitar. Here's the good news. I promise you this. We either bought a guitar on eBay for 500 bucks or I'm going to buy the guitar online and either way we'll have one and I'll, and I'll do the review of it. Kind of like the pedal. I'm really curious. Like I said. Uh, and then there was a last comment. Somebody said something about Aguafish. I don't want to lose that. Somebody said, check out Aguafish. Right? Is that what you put? And the only reason I want to comment on that is I already know Aguafish. I've actually interacted with him once before. Uh, he's a YouTuber. He's a young guy. Cool, cool dude. Uh, asked him to come on the live show. He uh, he was going out of town. This is right before the holidays. He was going to be one of the guests I was going to pull on the live show. He's a real big fan of Epiphones. Um and I had the intention. So he he said he wants to come on. So I think he's going to come on uh, on the show. If you guys knew who Aguafish is, and um, and I thought it'd be fun to do a, a live QA with him. But uh, you know, do a like I'll do Pro Fender Squire, and he'll do Pro Gibson uh, Epiphone. We'll talk or something. I don't know. Maybe we'll just maybe we won't do anything. Maybe we don't need a shtick. So, all right, guys. As always, I had a I had a blast today. It was uh, it was uh. Oh yeah, Agofish pays a deposit and returns them. Yeah, he has it. But so you know, he has a uh, Agofish has a deal with uh, Sam Ash to do that. Yeah, um, I have a Sam Ash. I obviously I know Sammy Ash. I could do the same deal as him. The problem is the Sam Ash is about an hour away. But you know what? That's why I love this show. You guys always have great ideas and great comments and questions. Uh, you know, Russ Home No Bull Guitar. You are. Absolutely right. It makes no sense. Why don't I reach out to Sammy Ash and see if they're not interested in doing a deal like that with me to do reviews? I'm going to do that. What a great way to do it, right? I just basically rent the gear, um, and uh, and there you go. And then so that's what we'll do. That's how I'll get my hands on some more gear because I definitely not into uh, working with the companies the way they want to work with. No more, no, no more sending me weird scripts and contracts. I'm I'm just not I'm not interested in reading that stuff anymore. So, and uh, Rick Duff got a Know Your Gear t-shirt. Thank you again, Rick. That's awesome. Uh, like I said, those things literally keep this channel alive. Um, uh, even a channel like this where I don't curse, uh, I think 99% of my videos get demonetized now. There's just no way to stop it. So right in the heart of when they're doing the views. So literally the shirts and patron are what's floating the channel. And, uh, and you guys have been phenomenal doing that. So I appreciate that in every way. As always, guys, I want to thank you for your time. And until next week, uh, know your gear.